Welcome to the Profit First REI podcast, where real estate investors master financial management, eradicate entrepreneurial poverty, and learn to be profitable from day one. Now for your host, David Richter. Hey everyone, it's David Richter again with the Profit First REI podcast, another exciting interview episode with Dave Rice. If you don't know Dave Rice, you need to because he does one of the most important things that I feel like in the real estate world that needs a ton of help, and that's bookkeeping. And you say, bookkeeping, what in the world? You know, like, I don't like to do the finances or I don't like the, you know, the bookkeeping side or whatnot, but it is so important and vital to have your books in order. And I know Dave's going to give a lot of tips on that today. That's why we brought him on. But there's a lot of people in the real estate world using Dave and his services, and he gets high praise on, I see Facebook posts all the time, you know, recommending Dave. So very excited to have him on. Dave, you want to just say hi to everyone real quick? Hey, greetings. Uh, thanks for having me here, David. I, uh, I appreciate it. It's a pleasure to meet you. Yeah, it, and I'm very glad to have you on and very glad that you're going to be getting some good information today. So let me just ask you right out of the gate, Dave, what got you started in real estate or like in the real estate side? Well, we, uh, when I say we, I mean my wife, Lori, and myself, we've been self-employed forever. Uh, I've never had a real job awesome. and um, been self-employed forever. Uh, we sold our last company a while back, uh, took a little break. Our kids are grown. We're off to college. We uh, moved aboard our boat and traveled for a few years, kind of dropped out of the world, which, by the way, I highly recommend. And got back to the States and got going again, got into real estate. We were doing remote fix and flips in uh, in the Midwest. I actually live in Naples, Florida. Awesome. Um, but our uh, single family homes here start in the 400s. And so we like the prices in the Midwest better. So we were doing fix and flips uh, in the Midwest, a couple different cities and doing well, had some great ones, had a couple stinkers, which we all land with. And, and actually I had a pretty major health incident. I was uh, diagnosed with cancer five years ago this month. And wow. we were in the midst of things and we had to kind of let everything stop I had some couple of deals go bad. I had to go through some, you know, sur surgery, chemo, radiation. You see my nifty, mm -hmm. my nifty scar here, and it really, it really put us out of the business for a couple of years. Um, we kind of dropped everything and got healthy, and Lori dropped everything and obviously helped me do everything. So it was pretty traumatic, a real life changing event, and um, we were getting going again three years ago, and I was actually talking to another investor on LinkedIn, and bookkeeping came up, and he said, what do you do? And I said, well, my wife's an accountant. She does our books. She has forever. And he said, well, we need help. And Lori and I talked about it. We've always worked from home. This is what we do. We know the business, and I'm good at talking to people. She's great at bookkeeping. So we put a note in LinkedIn three years ago last month, and our business has exploded. And we've just, all we do is we put the word out. Um, we get all our referrals. Our, all of our new clients come from referrals from existing clients. And uh, it's been really rewarding. We've learned a ton. We have clients all over the country. We actually have clients from Hawaii to Israel. So we're, I think we're in 11 time zones right now. Wow. 
That's amazing. That's, that is so incredible. You know what I love most about what you're doing is that you've actually invested in properties and you're an investor also. That's such a key thing in the real estate side, just because so many bookkeepers, accountants, CPAs don't really understand real estate if they've never bought real estate. So that's, that's always refreshing. And that's why I send people your way too, because I know if I send them your way, they're going to be not only taken care of, but someone who's actually invested in real estate. And that's huge to me. Like on our team, you have to have invested in real estate or you have to have been in, in the real estate world at some point to be like a part of Simple CFO. So I love that you have that with you and your wife and that you guys have invested yourself. So it sounds like it's been a been a hard road, but then it's been pretty fulfilling, it sounds like, in the last few years with the bookkeeping business too. It, it really has. You know, uh, we sell ourselves a, a door closed and a window opened. Hmm. And uh, yep. we've stepped through it. We actually aren't doing any investment properties right now. Yep. Uh, this business has become all-consuming. Um, but like you said, it, in fact, when we first started with other clients, we had been doing our own bookkeeping for our own real estate business. So we knew what we were doing and we could say that. And um, it, it just it really opened doors for us. That's awesome. I, I love it. And especially that you've, you're doing it yourself or that you were doing it, you yeah. know, as far as in real estate too. So... This is, I have to, before we go into more bookkeeping specific or anything like that, this is the Profit First REI podcast. So I want to ask you, how, how did you hear about Profit First? Well, a number of our clients started talking about Profit First right at the beginning. And uh, so, of course, we got the book and got educated. And I have, uh, oh, at least a half dozen clients who actually, you know, have implemented Profit First. And they go, I don't know if I have anybody that's gone 100% all the way uh, with the full suggestions, but they followed it really pretty well. What we find is that if a, if a client is ready to hire us, they're already disciplined or at least ready to be disciplined. Mm. And so it's not like we have to go set up accounts in different banks where they don't have logins. We don't have to go that far, but we have plenty of clients who are putting away, have their separate accounts for their tax accounts, their profit account, their operating account their income awesome. account and all that. So we understand how the system works. And um, it's, a, it's a great thing because we have, when clients come to us, they're usually at the point where they say, well, I have money in my checking account. I must be doing okay. <laughs> and they're often surprised to find out really where they do stand once we finally get them caught up. So Profit First is a, it's a great product. It's a great system. And we implement it to what we'll implement as far as our client is willing to implement. Okay. Awesome. No, I love that. And my next question was going to be, are you a fan of profit first? But you just said right there that you like the system and whatnot. So that's awesome. I'm, I'm glad that it's working with the people that, that are coming in. And like you said, if you see people doing that, you know that they're going to be serious about their finances or know that they need a system or be disciplined to do that stuff because like you, I love what you said. A lot of people think, oh, I've got money in my account. I must be okay. But we know, we know that that's not the answer. We know mm -hmm. that when you start diving into things, that's not the real measure and the test of where they really stand. So no, I, I appreciate that. So let's dive into a little bit more about what you do or like just since you've been on the bookkeeping side of real estate investors, like what, what do you see on the bookkeeping side that is the most challenging for real estate investors? What, what would you say is one of the things that are most challenging for them? Well, you know, it's interesting. We get clients where they're just getting started and we love that mm -hmm. because even if they're not ready to hire us yet, we have, a, we have a list of suggestions for them 
to do so that when they do hire us, they're ready. We tell them to, you know, work out your entity with your attorney, set up a bank account, set up an email address, save your receipts, do all that, do all of your business inside your bank, banking accounts. Don't do any business in personal accounts. Don't do any personal business in your business accounts. And if you do all that, stick all the receipts in an email account. When you're ready to hire us, we'll start there. So that's the first thing we tell people. But the biggest problem we find, frankly, is when people have set up their own accounts and tried to do this. You know, Danny DeVito says it's really easy to do QuickBooks. Right. <laughs> but, but for real estate investing, it's really not. There's a lot to it. You know, we treat, yeah. we treat flips a certain way. We treat rentals a certain way. There are owner finance deals. There's wholesale deals. There's just too many things. And it gets too complex too quickly. So we end up spending a lot of our time undoing and fixing what was previously done. <laughs> there you go. That's, I would definitely agree with that because that's when we go in and we see people's books and it's like, okay, we got some work to do and we got to make sure that, and honestly, that's not what real estate investors got into the business for. They're not in business to be sitting there doing their transactions. That's why I love the businesses that you have and the business that we have, you know, making sure that their books are right. So they don't have to worry about that stuff. Because like you said, you go in there and you have to go in and clean up a lot of what's going on. And it is complicated. Like you said, I mean, an owner finance deal can have several lines you know, for every single entry that comes in or that goes out. So it's like, you know, unless you are actively in this side, you just, you don't want to have to learn that as an investor. So what you're doing is so valuable and then they can see where they really stand. So I love that what you were saying there, because yeah, it can be challenging just if you're doing some simple deals that you think are simple, like, oh, I'll do an owner finance here or there. I've only got a couple of them. Well, have you done the bookkeeping for them? Has you know? Have you seen right. what it actually takes to do some of this stuff? So no, I appreciate that. So what? Let me ask you this: Do you see a biggest mistake that investors make in their bookkeeping? Since you have to clean up a lot of stuff, do you have one that just jumps out at you and says like, "This well, is a mistake"? Yeah, it's it's the balance sheet side of the whole of the whole bookkeeping where the problems lie. It's pretty easy to figure out expenses. Yeah. You know, and it's pretty easy to break down. These are marketing expenses and these are overhead expenses and these are, you know, auto expenses and travel expenses. That's all really easy, but it's the balance sheet where all of the problems lie. I can remember one of our first three or four accounts, they signed up with us and and they said, well, we think things are in pretty good shape. We own 35 properties. So I opened up their balance sheet and they had seven properties listed. Ooh, so go. <laughs> we knew right there that we had, a, and it had an enormous problem. And that's yeah. very, very common. They just don't understand how we need to set up assets and liabilities and, and what that really means. Um, so that's the, that's the biggest challenge. And, and, you know, I always like to reassure investors, this is not something you need to know about. And you're not expected to. Entrepreneurs are not typically detail-oriented people. Mm-hmm. And I'm an entrepreneur I've learned to be detail-oriented because of what I do, but it does not come naturally. And I always like to tell investors, your job and what you're good at is to go out and find people who have distressed properties, and you have to get used to having uncomfortable conversations with upset people. Yeah, We're the behind-the-scenes people. We'll do the dirty work behind there. We'll do the, we'll do the paperwork. And you go out and find deals. And in fact, in my website... I even say, face it, you stink at bookkeeping. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yes. 
Oh man, I, I this is I, for for those of you listening, like this is like really really good stuff for me. Like I love this because he's speaking my language because you and he's probably speaking yours too as far as like you want to get the deals and whatnot. But you, we see it, we see that we need to get that information to you, and you want nothing to do with it as an investor, which is like he said, totally totally fine because ninety nine percent of investors aren't detail oriented. I know a couple people who love doing their own books and are actually really good at it. But like I said, that's like, I know, I think maybe two investors out of the like hundreds and hundreds of people that I've interacted with. So it's like, it's a very small percentage, but I love that. Yes. Most people don't know. So make sure you get that off your plate, get that into a, a, to a competent person's hands, which is, that's another key point there. Put it into someone's competence hand, knows what they're doing, has a team behind them, knows exactly like the the real estate world and really knows that too. So this Mm -hmm. is great stuff. I, I'm, I'm eating it up. So hopefully I, I know too, as an investor that you might be sitting there thinking like, oh man, bookkeeping, but it is so vital. It's your story. Your numbers tell your story. And these people help you make sure your story is correct and that you know where you stand. And so you can grow so you can keep going out and making those deals and keep going out and, and making sure that you can be in front of those distressed sellers and getting the next deal or whatnot. So I love that. So let, let me ask this. What are some of the systems of bookkeeping to save time or money for real estate investors that you recommend? I know that you're on QuickBooks online, but is there any other tools or for well, payroll or anything, time-saving things? Sure. There's a, I'll, I'll kind of, I can answer this by kind of going through how we deal with each of our clients. Okay. And the first thing that we do is we set up a unique email address for each of our clients so that all of our communication per client comes into that email address. Now, that may sound complicated on our end, but it really turns out to be a real nice to-do list of what we need to look at. Okay. So... So all of their information and uh, all of their receipts, their HUD statements, questions, all of that comes into us through that email portal. We use Gmail because all Gmail to Gmail is encrypted. um, And almost every one of our clients already has a Gmail address. Gmail, you may, may or may not like Google. And I can say lots of things I don't like about Google, but they have the best email system. We're stuck with it. And I truly believe it's as safe as anything out there as far as information. Okay. So that's the first thing that we do. Then we, all of our clients are on QuickBooks Online, every single one of our clients. And part of our niche, you know, our niche is real estate investors. But in order for us to be good at it, we need to be really good at the software. And QuickBooks Online is, is not perfect, but by far and away the best system that we have found. And so we have every single one of our clients on QuickBooks Online. So they're able to uh, send us receipts and, and all the information via email. We see all the transactions come through on QuickBooks Online. As far as payroll, we're seeing more and more people on using payroll. And we really encourage this because one of the problems with entrepreneurs is they are the last to pay themselves. Mm -hmm. They're the last people to pay themselves. And we always tell them right away, listen, your paycheck is just as important as everybody else's and you (laughs) need to get paid. And this is a huge part of Profit First as well. Yeah. So. We encourage them. We help them get onto a payroll system. We love a product called Gusto, G-U-S-T-O. It's a a great payroll server, and we're very familiar with it. We have lots of clients on Gusto. uh, QuickBooks also has a payroll system, but we actually like Gusto's better. But we really like to see that because it it almost allows a a client to kind of set their own budget. What do I need to, to take out monthly and 
this solves a lot of things. It, sol- it often solves them having to pay quarterly taxes because they're having it taken out as salary uh, or at least you know part of it, part of their income. So right. we don't use a lot of other systems. Internally, we use some systems. I've, we have five bookkeepers currently that work for Lori and I right now, and we're in the process of interviewing more right now. But so we use some internal systems, but externally, we don't use any other systems to awesome. uh, to get information. We like to keep it very simple. And our clients, we have them give us logins to their bank accounts. We get read-only logins. So we don't actually, can't actually move money, but we can see everything. We get logins. If, if you have a property manager, give us their login. You don't have to send us a statement. We'll go get it. We do that as much as possible. Our job is to take as much off the plate of our investor as we possibly can so that they can go out and find deals. Awesome. No, I love that. That's so great because everything you need, especially on the bookkeeping side, is a system. And that way they can spend as little time as possible doing that stuff and and getting you as the maximum effect on your side. So I love it. I love that you keep it simple. You've got the systems there. So if you're listening to this, you need to find people like Dave Rice and his bookkeeping company for your bookkeeping. So if you've got someone, if you're working with someone currently, these are good conversations to have with them because a lot of investors just don't know what questions to ask or what expectations to set with their bookkeeper. So it's uh, that's another thing. Now, let me ask that question. Mm-hmm. How often should, I guess this really depends on the size of the business too, but how often should investors realistically expect a bookkeeper to keep their books up to date? Should it be daily, weekly, monthly? What, in your opinion? Well, uh, we have we have two schools of thought on that. Our, all of our clients were in their books at least every week or every other week. We have a few clients where they were in every other week, but most of our clients were in every week. So we go in and update everything we can weekly. Then if we have questions, we can shoot off an email and answer those questions. But we provide monthly financial statements to every single one of our clients. So for our clients at the end of the month, uh, and usually by about the 15th of the following month, once everything clears out, they're going to receive a balance sheet that shows them up to date through last through the previous month and an income statement for the year through the last month. And we do this for a number of reasons. Most of our clients don't actually need income statements monthly, or at least they don't think they do. But by forcing ourselves to keep up, we keep up and we force them to keep up. And once they get going and realize that, they're seeing what's going on monthly and actually looking at things, they really start to understand so much better what is happening with their business. I've had clients come to us and say, my bookkeeper doesn't get a hold of me until the end of December. Hmm. Well, it doesn't, it just doesn't do much good. No. It really doesn't. And a couple of minor things, you, you know, if you own 10 rental properties, there should be 10 rental properties listed on your balance sheet. Yeah. That's a really simple first check yep. um, to see what's going on. Awesome. Yeah, no, I, I love it. And yeah, I definitely want it done at least weekly or, you know, or biweekly, like you were saying, because yeah, the, the better the data they can have, the more that they can make sure that they're on the right track. So I love that. And then being, like you said, being able to at least tell that you've got, okay, 
as an owner, that's one thing that you might think, well, I don't want to know the nitty gritty about this. Well, you need to know that at least the high level. Then like he was saying, if you have 10 rentals, you should see 10 rentals on your balance sheet and make sure like, cause that's so beautiful. That's the beautiful thing about the accounting system too, because like in the middle of a flip or something, you could be, if it's up to date, you should be able to see right where you stand, how much have you put into this property. And that is such a powerful, powerful thing for a real estate investor. Cause then you can see, okay, am I starting to throw my own money into this or do I still have the private lend? You know, like I got private money and do I still Mm -hmm. have the rehab funds for this property? So there's a lot of good things and making sure that they're up to date and setting that expectation with the bookkeeper is really good. So it's good to hear from the bookkeeper's aspect too, as far as the expectations go. So I only have a couple more questions here. Is there anything else you recommend or encourage investors to do with their finances? Well, hey, uh, if you've already got a bookkeeper, great. Just uh, make sure that they're, they're keeping up with you. And if you're comfortable with what you're seeing, then you should be fine. One other thing that we really like to talk to our clients about is we have clients who spend a great deal of money marketing looking for properties. And we like mm-hmm. to really help them hone in on where they're getting their deals. Awesome. So oftentimes with a new client, if they've got five or six marketing channels, we'll split out all of those marketing expenses when we start with them so that they can really see. And sometimes they're amazed to find out how much they've, for instance, spent on direct mail and gotten no direct mail deals. Hmm. So our job is not to tell our clients how to spend their money, but our job is to tell them how they did spend it and what has happened. And then, so we help them, listen, if you're getting all your deals from direct mail, let's hone in on that. If text messaging is what's working, hone in on that. So we really, we really, uh, really push that. Awesome. So it's really important to know your KPIs, those key performance indicators, mm-hmm. knowing how you're spending your money, knowing how it's being returned. So that's, and but that's the power. That's the power of knowing your numbers, being able to say, this is my data. This is what I've spent. This is what it's returned. This is the dollar amount I'm getting back for every dollar that I spend and, and that I put out in this marketing channel. I love it. I absolutely love it. So Dave, you've been an awesome, awesome guest. So let me ask you this. Is there any way that our listeners can provide value to you? Sure. We're happy to take on new clients as we can. Mm-hmm. Um, and our team is, is growing fast. Uh, you can reach up us at our website, reibookkeepers.com. And all we really are is uh, we just have some, some information about us on there. And there's a, there's a schedule a consult button. So if you'd like to talk, really what I always tell people, the best way to find out if we're a possible fit, schedule a free consult. And um, we're happy to talk and go through and look at what you have existing and, um, and advise you going forward. If we're not a fit, we'll be glad to tell you. Awesome. And I, I just want to reiterate that reibookkeepers.com and we have recommended people their way. And there's a whole lot of people that are using them right now all over Facebook that have recommended them too. So these are awesome bookkeepers. Really, really uh, recommend them. So make sure that if you are looking, you get that, you go to the website. And by the time this podcast comes out, they might even be more popular. So you'll need to schedule that console right away, try and get in there. So I know that the, that, and just like like he said, if they're a fit, you know, then it's a fit. If not, if not, then I love that. I love that whole mentality. So Dave, really appreciate all the wisdom that you've shared today on the bookkeeping side, your thoughts on profit first, been really, really good ones that for the listeners. So I know that there's been a lot of value on there. So I hope that they can provide some value to you too. So I really appreciate that. That's reibookkeepers.com. So if you have, I think that's going to be about it for today. Dave, you got anything else that you, you want to tell our listeners? 
No, it's been a, been, a, been a pleasure talking to you, David. And uh, we look for a lot of great things in the future. We love the fact that we can help our uh, investors become real business people. Yes, exactly. I love that. Helping investors become real business owners. So love that. Dave, great having you on today. Thank you so much. You bet. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. If you found this episode valuable, could you do me a quick favor? Can you give us an honest rating within iTunes? And be honest, you could say whether you liked it or not. And obviously with iTunes, the more reviews and ratings we have, the better it is for other people that are searching for a profit first in a podcast. So we'd love to be ranked on there. And that's thanks to your help. So we would really appreciate that if you would like to go give us a rating. Also, if you're looking to connect with us further, I would highly recommend checking out our Facebook group, Profit First for Real Estate Investors. And that's literally what it's called. So you can type in Profit First for Real Estate Investors and you'll be able to find our Facebook group right there. So come join active real estate investors who are supporting each other and growing their businesses and profits together. That's what that group is all about. The link should be in the description below. And if you're interested in working with us and implementing Profit First in your real estate business, we offer coaching and guidance. So if you want to work with someone who's actually Profit First certified and who works right now currently with real estate businesses, you can actually go start your application process by going to simplecfosolutions.com forward slash apply, or just go right to simplecfosolutions.com and there's an apply button right on there. If you want to actually start your Profit First journey with someone who can actually walk you through those step by step and help you know and grow your cash flow. Thanks again for joining us for another episode of the Profit First REI podcast. See you next episode.